You're listening to the Inbound Logistics Podcast with today's guest, Suzanne Richard, Director of Trade Advisory Practice for Amber Road. Correctly leveraging the benefits of CTPAT certification can give businesses a leg up by easing their passage through key customs checkpoints, which in turn could lead to significantly shorter lead times. So why wouldn't a business take advantage of all that CTPAT offers? Suzanne Richard, Director, Trade Advisory Practice for Amber Road, explains that sometimes it's a case of you don't know what you don't know. Joining us today on the Inbound Logistics Podcast is Suzanne Richard, Director of Trade Advisory Practice for Amber Road. Suzanne, thank you so much for joining the Inbound Logistics Podcast today. Thank you. Thank you for the invitation. It's great to have you. Uh, Suzanne, what we like to do for our listeners is uh, get an introduction to who you are and a little bit about your work in the industry. So if you could, take it away, please. Sure. I uh, had the opportunity early in my career to work for a number of different customs brokers and freight forwarders, as well as import and export firms. And uh, since then, I was in consulting for a long time in my career and recently joined Amber Road to lead their trade advisory practice. So I specialize in trade consulting and training for the industry. All right. A lot of uh, information that's relevant right now, especially. Uh, and today we're going to be talking about how companies uh, might not be leveraging something called CTPAT, particularly the benefits that uh, CTPAT offers. Now, CTPAT stands for the Customs Trade Partnership Against terrorism. Now that sounds a little bit more dire than it probably is. So could you explain what CTPAT actually is? Sure. CTPAT is a voluntary cargo security program. And uh, it originated in 2002 after 9-11 and uh, has been in play ever since. Originally, it was open only to low import, low risk importers. And it expanded to include customs brokers, freight forwarders, uh, carriers, you know, air, ocean, truck, rail, as well as ports, and expanded to highway carriers, and even expanded late in the program to to include 3PLs. So a lot of different members are now capable of joining the program. I'm sure I didn't list all of them, but also good to throw in that uh, manufacturers, for example, in Canada and Mexico can also join this program. So with all of these companies, what benefits would they see from being part of CTPAT? So as a voluntary cargo security program, Members first, in order to apply to CTPAT, must look at their entire supply chain. So, of course, that supply chain will look different based off the role you play, like a customs broker versus a highway carrier versus an importer, for example. So they look at their entire supply chain, and they would respond to the appropriate questions for their type of business. And once they're in, many of the benefits are directed towards a U.S.-based importer or exporter such as uh, reduce timeframes at the border. You get front-of-the-line uh, secondary inspections if you are pulled aside for an exam. They're exempt from what they call a stratified exam, where they go through the entire container you know, box by box. So these key benefits certainly shorten the wait time at the ports of entry. And they also get recognized as a part- partner by foreign customs administrations that have already signed what we call mutual recognition arrangements for CBP. If I'm a service provider, such as the broker, forwarder, highway carrier, or any of these other key players, one of my key benefits then would be uh, marketability. If I'm an importer or exporter already in CTPAT, I'm certainly going to be looking to partner with my service agents who are also participating in CTPAT. 
So that's a key benefit from a marketing point of view to secure additional business in those areas. Okay. Now, it sounds like these are all uh, important and useful benefits. So why is it that some companies don't fully take advantage of that CTPAT certification? Well, it's interesting that given the longevity of the program that we still have companies involved in the trade who are not participating in CTPAT. It could be that the size of the company uh, plays a role. It may be that smaller to medium-sized firms may think that they're not eligible or that they don't have enough uh, resources available. But really, the program was never intended to make a company expend a lot of money towards security programs. In other words, almost every company I know that we've taken into the program already had good security elements in play. So I think there's a lack of awareness of what is required to get into the program. And then I think a secondary concern is, do I really understand what the benefits are? Does it really reduce my, my time at the border? So I think for importers and exporters specifically, they may think, oh, well, I really don't have holds on my cargo today. Therefore, this program won't provide any immediate benefits. Can you point to some examples of how some companies are doing what they can to really work CTPAT to their advantage? Definitely. And I, I think when you think of CTPAT participation, you have to know and understand what it is specifically. What you're really doing is taking the first step to partner with Customs and Border Protection, uh, of course, better known as CBP. So this partnership relationship is important to everyone in the trade. It means that when you partner, you are six times less likely to have a cargo security review, but interestingly, you're four times less likely to have a compliance review. So the first thing it does for companies is it reduces the, um, the number of compliance hits you get at the border as well. Other great examples are uh, one of the major automotive firms who's participated in many CTPAT trade conferences indicated that when they file an entry, meaning when their shipment's leaving the foreign port, for example, and it's not even going to arrive into the United States for another 20 days, when they file their customs entry, when that product leaves the foreign port, the CBP personnel and the CTPAT personnel can see if there's going to be a cargo hold let's say for a security issue or even a missing document, they contact that importer. That importer can then submit that documentation and reverse that hold while the product is in route to the U.S. So uh, this is a huge benefit that I think goes underutilized uh, when you become a member of CTPAT. Other examples would be for exporters, U.S. exporters, who were allowed much later into the program when they're exporting to another country for whom we have reciprocal agreements, such as the European Authorized Economic Operator Program, that are easier said as AEO, <laughs> and the Canadian uh, PIP Program, Partners in Protection, when we're exporting to countries with reciprocal programs, we can get the green lane for our customers in those countries. So big benefit to exporters looking to reduce lead time. Mm. Okay. Uh, let me see if I can handle all these acronyms. We have the AEO and the, the PIP. Uh, you, you, when you were talking about some of those other countries, uh, are there other ways that these other countries' programs parallel the U.S. CTPAT 
program. Absolutely. And I do have to agree with you. There's there's a tremendous amount of alphabet soup in uh, in this, the trade <laughs> compliance world. So uh, I, can't, I can't control that. I can only help to make sure people understand. But these are important acronyms, and it's, it's great to point that out. The, uh, the wonderful thing about the European AEO program is that they tied it only a few years ago to custom simplification. So if I were a European-based company importing or exporting and I applied to the AEO program and was accepted into it, I would get access to custom simplification at the border, meaning reduced time at the border and reduced paperwork. So in light of the upcoming Brexit, which of course means the UK will be moving away from the European Union, those UK companies who are AEO certified will certainly have an advantage because they'll be known through this program with the other European customs counterparts and they'll continue that relationship. Those UK companies that are not participating in AEO or who filed their application very late and are not yet approved are going to have, shall we say, greater challenges at the border following the March 29th date. Now, you mentioned the automotive industry. What other industries are taking the most advantage of CTPAT right now? I think when we when you look at CTPAT overall, uh, customs will say that the, the key players who are in, and that there's just over, I'd say maybe 10,000 to 11,000 members in the program. Those who are representing importing companies, I think there's more than 60 to 80% of total importation value accounted for in these members. So we see it across the board. There's many companies in the pharmaceutical industry, electronics, apparel, automotive. I don't know that there's an an industry that isn't well represented. I do think though, as companies explore strategically where they're going for 2019 and, and beyond, that that member, that the people who are not participating should really reconsider what their plan of action is and, and whether or not they want to understand the partnership concept. Okay, so when we're talking about those companies that are not participating, what are some of the pitfalls of not leveraging CTPAT? Well, I think first and foremost, again, uh, we need to understand that beyond just being a cargo security program, this is a partnership program. So the ACE system, which is the computer system of customs, will recognize key companies as being CTPAT participating and, and gives them leeway in many different things. And that's really important. I think many firms are not fully aware of all the benefits of CTPAT and how partnering with customs will improve their supply chain efficiency. And I'd, I'd like to take it perhaps specifically to an importer or exporter. Uh, the role of the trade compliance team is changing. And there's still that bottom line focus on, yes, we have to remain compliant with trade laws, of course, but there needs to be a shift of thinking, what would make us best in class in two, five, and 10 years? Where is the rest of the world going? How do these programs overlap? How does that impact me? So I think there needs to be a shifting of away from it's just cargo security to an understanding that it opens the door to many other benefits. One of them specifically for importers, and I, I hate to throw another acronym at you, <laughs> but it, it opens the door to a voluntary trade compliance program 
called the Importer Self-Assessment, or ISA. And if I become a CTPAT ISA member, I earn the title of Trusted Trader with Customs. And there's going to be nothing better than being a trusted trader because then the benefits expand exponentially and it puts me in a completely different tier of company versus those who who decide or don't move towards partnership with the government. Gotcha. All right. Where can our audience go to learn all of the ins and outs of CTPAC? Well, the best place to go is Customs and Border Protection's website. Uh, you can Google it or cbp.gov and you can find all of the minimum security guidelines there. And this is an excellent time to become aware of the program because it has evolved over time and it's continuing to change. Uh, in fact, in late 2018, Customs indicated that the minimum security guidelines will now be updated to reflect minimum security criteria. And even that's only a one word change from guidelines to criteria, it's completely changed the program altogether, meaning it's, it's strengthened it in many different areas. It's added new criteria. So it's constantly evolving. So you're going to see more changes to this program in 2019. So those, of, those companies who are interested should certainly check out that customs website and become familiar with the program and the benefits and, and certainly how to move forward strategically with customs as a partner. Excellent. Fantastic information. Uh, lots of alphabet soup to digest. <laughs> Suzanne Richard, thank you so much for joining the Inbound Logistics Podcast today. All right. Thank you. Inbound Logistics Magazine is the information leader in supply chain and logistics management. Start your free print and digital subscription today by visiting bit.ly slash getil. That's bit.ly slash get underscore il and stay ahead of the 3PL game.